0: so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I wanna encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this uh, this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple. Okay? We're also streaming now uh, with the online radio platforms, um, including Spotify, iTunes, and Google Music. There's a few others. If you want to see the full list of radio stations through whom we broadcast, you can go to our website, templeoftruth.us. And I thank you so much for those of you who've been communicating with us, sharing with us, um, your thoughts about our message. We're very encouraged to hear from you. Uh, many of you are watching us through the um, platform, I mean hundreds of, through the platform of Facebook and WhatsApp, etc. cetera. And um, that doesn't necessarily uh, reflect on our accounts here on YouTube, but it doesn't really matter. If we reach one person and we're able to help transform the life of one person and it develop that relationship you have with God, man, we've hit a home run, okay? So it's not all about the numbers for us. It's about... It's about the fact that God is using us and we're grateful that you'll find us worthy, you know, to, you know, to be used at this time of this hour. So. I, today, I thought we'd go into the topic that we were discussing a few days ago on the visions of King Nebuchadnezzar. Yes. And um, how John, the revelator, also sees the same vision, but in a different take because he was in a different time, Um, because both are related, and there are some scriptures that I found, so I'm going to try to share, I'm going to try to share my screen with you, so you're going to see, all right, great, you're going to see some scriptures, so if you see these scriptures, let me know, did this pop up on your screen, does that, Do you see anything on your screen?
1: Yes. I do. It says chapters.
0: So there's six scriptures here. So what I'd like us to do is to take turns to read them as we get to them. So I'm assuming everybody has a Bible or, you know, you could pull up a Bible app or something and we can read these. Is that okay? Now we're going to read. So we're going to go. Um, your Linda Logan Sr. will read for us from Daniel 2, 36 to 46. Uh, then Jim Logan will read for us from Daniel 7, 1 to 14. Then Abele, you read for us um, Daniel 7, 15 to 25. And Kay, you read for us Daniel 7, 26 to 28. Is that okay, everybody? Yep. Excellent. Yes. So before we begin to read, uh, let me kind of give a little background on what's taking place here. The king Nebuchadnezzar has received a dream from God. He wants to know the meaning of this dream, but he doesn't trust his priests and um, um, wizards or whatever. Uh He doesn't want them to conspire and give him the same interpretation. So he decides he's not going to tell them what dream he had. And if they were really men of God, they should know what dream he had. Oh my. They can't tell him what the meaning of the dream was and the meaning of the dream. He was going to cut their heads off. And the news reaches Daniel and all the um, wizards are all in a panic because they're about to lose their heads. And Daniel says, look, I have a God who can read the hearts of men and knows everything. I'll pray to him and he'll reveal this to me. Don't worry. Okay? Wow. After Daniel prays to God, God reveals to him the dream and also gives him the interpretation. So we're going to see Daniel now come, is now brought to the king, and he begins to speak to the king. And that's what we're going to read from Daniel chapter 2, 36 to 46. Okay? okay. so Let's go for it, Mom. Um, okay. This
1: was the dream, and now we will interpret it to the king. You, O oh king, are the king of kings. The God of heaven has given you dominion and power and might and glory and your hands in your hands he has placed mankind and the beast of the field and the birds of the air wherever they live he has made you ruler over them all you are the head of gold after you another kingdom will rise inferior to yours next a third kingdom. One of bronze will rule over the whole earth. Finally, there will be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, for iron breaks and smashes everything. And as the iron breaks to pieces, so it will crush and break all the others. Just as you saw that the feet and toes were partly of baked clay and partly of iron, so this will be a divided kingdom, yet it will have some of the strength of iron in it, even as you saw iron mixed with clay. As the toes were partly iron and partly clay, so this kingdom will be partly strong and partly brittle. And just as you saw the iron mixed with baked clay, so the people will be a mixture and will not remain united any more than iron mixes with clay. In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it will itself endure forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of the mountain, but not by human hands, a rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold pieces. The great God has shown the king what will take place in the future. The dream is true, and the interpretation is trustworthy. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that that an offering and incense be presented to him
0: all right okay so let's take a few m- uh, moments and discuss this what we've looked at because everything we're going to study today is predicated on what we just read some takeaways important takeaways so if you have a pen and paper uh, you can write these down if you can just remember that's fine number one the king saw an image that had a head of gold, okay. And secondly, the, it had, a, I guess, a chest. Let's see. And there shall arise another kingdom in fear. Okay, Let, we didn't read the, we didn't actually I cut off the dream. So after him, there's another kingdom that is made up of. of um, I think it's what is that? Um, silver. Oh, uh, okay, it doesn't brush. say so here, but I think in the, in the dream it says so. So, after Is the king, there's a second kingdom, which we can forget about, it's and
2: made matter. of brass,
0: and then there's a fourth, correct?
1: Uh, Jim has an image in his Bible and it goes, um, Chest of arm, chest of arm, of silver, yes. Belly. And thighs of brass yes, and bronze and legs of iron.
0: Fine. And then and
1: head of gold.
0: Exactly. So we have those four things, right? Gold, silver, brass, and iron. And those four represent four kingdoms. King Nebuchadnezzar being the first one with a head of gold. Correct? Right. Okay, great. But if you notice, it didn't end there. After the fourth one, which was iron, there is another one that has that is a kingdom divided into ten you you could see that um in verse 41 okay you want to read verse 41 again for us
1: just as you saw that the feet and toes were partly of baked clay and partly of iron iron so this will be a divided kingdom Yet it will have some of the strength of iron in it, even as you saw iron mixed with clay.
0: Perfect. This last kingdom is what you and I should really be concerned about right now. Hmm. Because it takes from the qualities of the last kingdom, the kingdom of iron. But it has a different, it is not pure. The others were pure. It was either gold, silver, bronze, or iron. But the toes, and obviously it has 10 toes. Okay? So uh-huh. they're in some kind of alliance. It's a kingdom of alliances. Okay? Now, there's a reason why God is saying this. Now, if you ask anybody, which kingdom would you say? is in an alliance you know words, you have you have a system a kingdom that is partly iron partly clay okay and in verse 42 it says can you read verse 42
1: okay as the toes were partly iron and partly clay so this kingdom will be partly strong and partly
0: brittle okay partly strong and pro- partly weak partly brittle. This, This vision here, now remember, we cannot use our own private interpretation. We cannot say, hmm, I think this means this. Even if the Holy Spirit tells you and I what this means, he has to use the word of God to support it. Correct? That's right. Jesus said, the Holy Ghost will not speak of himself. But that which he shall hear from the Father and myself, that shall he make known unto you. So the Holy Ghost has the ability to give us understanding of this. That means we have to use other scriptures to find out what this means. As we go on, we will get the answer. So let's go to the next chapter, which is chapter 7, verses 1 to 14. And let's read what happens here, because this is now... Daniel is now having a vision. At this point in Daniel 7, King Nebuchadnezzar is dead. Okay? There's a new king um, around now. But Daniel has a similar vision that what King Nebuchadnezzar had. Okay? So why don't we look at Daniel 7, verses 1 to 14. Is that reading that? 1? Yes. Okay.
3: Dad's got it. Okay, good. You ready? Yes. Stop reading. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream. Uh, Daniel had a dream and the, the visions passed through his mind. As he was lying on his bed, he wrote down the substance of his dream. Daniel said, In my vision at night, I looked, and there before me were the four winds of heaven, churning up the great sea. Four great beasts, each different from the others, came up out of the sea. The first was like a lion, and it had wings of an eagle. I watched until his wings were torn off. And it was lifted from the ground. So that it stood on two feet like a man, and the heart of a man was given to it. And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It was raised up on one of his sides, and it had three ribs in his mouth between his teeth. It was told, Get up and eat your fill of flesh. Ooh. After that I <coughs> I looked, and before me was another beast, one that looked like a leopard, and on its back it had four wings, like those of a bird. This beast had four heads, and it was given, given authority to rule. After that, in my vision at night, I looked, and there before me was a fourth beast, terrifying and frightening and very powerful. It had large iron teeth. It crushed and devoured its victims and trampled underneath whatever it was left. It was different from the former beast, and it had ten horns. While I was thinking about the horns, there before me was another horn, a little one, which came up among them. And three of the first horns were uprooted before it. This horn had eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth that spoke boastfully. As I looked, thrones were set up in place, and the Ancient of of Days took his seat. His clothing was, (coughs) was as white as snow, and the hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and his wheels were ablaze. A river of fire was flowing coming out from before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. 10,000 times, 10,000. Stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. Then I counted, I'm sorry. Then I continued to watch because of the boastful words the horn horn was speaking. I kept looking until the beast was slain and his body destroyed and thrown into the blazing fire. (coughs) The other beasts had been stripped of their authority, but were allowed to live for a period of time. In my vision, at night I looked, and there before me (coughs) was one like the Son of Man, (coughs) coming with clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days, And was led into his presence. He was given authority, (coughs) glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of of every language worship him. His dominion was an everlasting dominion and will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Amen.
0: All right, do you notice that Daniel has actually gotten the same vision that King Nebuchadnezzar had, but in a different way? Yep, sure. You see the same four kingdoms now, no longer described in colors, but with the image of different animals. Yes, and the last one after the four, after the four, the last one is not 10 toes, but 10 what? Horns. Verse eight.
1: Verse eight. Eyes of man in a mouth on oh, Horns?
0: 10 horns, exactly.
1: That's what I said first time and didn't trust myself.
0: (laughs) Okay. So Nebuchadnezzar saw 10 toes, and here Daniel sees 10 horns. Nebuchadnezzar saw four kingdoms made of different metals, and here Daniel sees four different kinds of beasts, before 10 toes and before 10 horns. So we can tell that God is showing us the same thing but with a different view. It's like you're looking from the east and Daniel's looking from the west, you know, but you're looking at the same thing from different perspectives, okay? Yes. Yeah. Notice Daniel goes further than King Nebuchadnezzar. God shows him more because God shows Daniel that after these 10 kings, from inside of these 10 kings, One of these horns, this, I'm sorry, this 10 horns, one of these horns is going to come up and dominate the rest of them. You saw that, correct? Yep, boastfully. Right. And Daniel said, look, man, this particular one really, you know, this guy really had me thinking. He says, well, that guy is going to be boastful. He's going to be, you know, he's going to want to impose his will until the ancient, the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days came and then the kingdom was finally given to the son of man. We saw that, correct? Yes. So this tells us then that whatever these 10 toes or whatever these 10 horns are, they and this little horn that shall come out from amongst them is going to be the last ruling power on earth. And when we say ruling, we've got to be careful not to think of just, you know, ruling like, say, America dominates or Russia dominates. I I don't know if you know what I'm trying to say. In other words, we shouldn't just think about the fact that, okay, Nebuchadnezzar ruled as a, you know, political power. doesn't necessarily mean that the rulership of the last kingdom, the 10 horns or the 10 toes, will be exactly the same. I don't want us to pigeonhole ourselves okay? Right. Because you can have Mike as the president of the United States and I'm looked upon by everybody as the most powerful man in the world. Well, there could be someone who has my secret in Indonesia and that person tells me what to do. You would never know, right? All right. So, so, so let's not look at things from the outward. Let's keep going with the word of God till we can come to a healthy conclusion of what this is now remember everybody's at different levels so what we are studying today might be deeper than what other people can handle so we've got to be able to give people milk when they are in the place of milk and then strong meat in the future when then the place for strong meat okay so today we're going to go into a little strong meat that doesn't mean you know Every single person should be fed the same thing you and I are eating this morning. You've got to figure out how best you can bring it across so that people can actually assimilate what you give to them. Okay. That's good. Right. Any questions so far? Before we go any further into Daniel seven. Nope. And Bella, do you have any questions? Okay.
4: No, not yet. Not yet.
0: Okay. All right. So I think, Billy, you're supposed to read 15 to 25.
4: Yes, I am. Okay, let's go. Okay. Um, I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit within my body and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near to one of those who stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made known to me interpretation of these things those great beasts which are four are four kings which arise out of the earth but the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever even forever and ever then I wished to know the truth about the fourth beast which was different from all the others, exceedingly dreadful, with its teeth of iron and its nails of bronze, which devoured broke broke in pieces and trampled the residue with its feet, and the ten horns that were on its head, and and the other horn which came up, before which three fell, namely that horn which had eyes and a mouth which spoke pompous words, whose appearance was greater than his fellows. I was watching and the same horn was making war against the saints and oh, revenge against them until the Ancient of Days came and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High. And the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the other kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, trample it, and break it in pieces. The ten horns are ten kings, who shall arise from this kingdom, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the first ones, and shall subdue three kings. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, and times, and half a time.
0: All right. Thank you. So Daniel himself has interpreted the dream for us. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we see that these 10 Kings are going to exist on earth at the time of the Christians. Okay. You see that? Yes. These 10 Kings are going to exist on earth at the time of the Christians. and. Their enmity and the war they're going to have is not against another country or another nation, but it's going to be against the Christians. If the war is against the Christians, then it's really not a war against, you know, just you and I, but it's against the Christ in you and I. Amen. Do you understand? So, the Bible says here, I think it was In verse, where he says he wants to change laws. Did you see that? Yes. Verse 25. Verse 25. Now, what laws is it talking about here? Is it talking about the law of speed limits or the law of importation? No, it's not talking about these laws. It's not talking about the law of gravity. It's talking about the moral laws of God. Mm -hmm. Now, if you say, oh, this isn't right, how can a man marry a man? What happens to you? The, the instinctual response by those who believe they are actually good is to consider you to be what? Strange.
2: Mm hmm. Carlos Biggins.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it, in, other, in other words, people don't even think. They're not even thinking. The other day, a basketball star came and said, His 10-year-old son told him he is a girl. And that he he always knew his son was a girl. Now that's one aspect of things, okay? But there's so many other things that are being changed. Okay. Look, there was a time when if people were homeless, everybody in that community felt something was wrong, they, they just got up and they had to do something about it, correct? It was like, no, this ought not to be, if they could. Now, when you and I see things going on around us where you see people who are homeless, they have nothing to eat, they look cold, we drive on assuming that that's somebody's responsibility. We call it the government. Isn't that so? Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we don't, it doesn't even, you and I don't even think like, wait, this guy's out in the cold. You know, we must be in a. You know, we don't know what to do. Look, you could even take the guy home, and then next thing, he turns out to be a killer. So we're all scared. Remember the the Good Samaritan. Remember That's the true. story of the Good Samaritan. Yes. Yeah. No? Everybody remember that story, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesus chose intentionally two people to walk past the the wounded man before the Good Samaritan. The first person he chose was a Levite and the second person he chose was a priest. Now, a Levite is one who's supposed to serve God. A priest is another one who's supposed to serve God. And in the law of Moses, they're not allowed to touch dead bodies. Do you know that? Yes. No. Right. Yes. The the priest and Levites are not allowed to touch dead bodies. Okay. Unless they go through some particular ritual before they do so. So what Jesus was trying to tell us there was that because of religion, you and I will not have compassion for people who are struggling. So like we just talked now about um, the basketball star who says his son is a girl. Now, do you and I have compassion on that star do we, or, or, or the sun? Do we actually understand that this person is in trouble and needs our love and our help? Or do we pass judgment on the person because we don't really know that it's the little horn that's at work in that person's life? I don't know if I'm, I'm, trying, to bring, I'm trying to bring what we're reading into real life. I don't know if I'm making, if I'm communicating. Yes, you are. Okay. So, this war is not, the horn is not a human being. What you're reading here about the horn is not a human being, it's a spiritual entity, a spiritual force. And you are just fortunate that Jesus chose to pull you out of the muck, clean you up and give you the ability to see what exactly is going on so you can make a difference in his kingdom. But you are the one that's under direct pressure. The enemy knows who you are. So he's putting pressure on you. That's why Daniel says that he went to make war against the saints. You notice that? Yes. Yes. Everything going on in the world is directed at you not russia not china every single thing going on right now coronavirus everything you see is directed at you mm. and that's what daniel I, I is, the purpose for which the devil is killing people is he's trying to get them away from you He's trying to take as many as he can. The Bible says because he knows his time is short. You and I right now don't understand how important and valuable we are to God. We don't understand it. God is counting on you and I to do so much for him, but we can achieve nothing if it is not inspired by love. Now, this love we're talking about is not an emotional thing. It's a it's it's a, it's a kind of gratitude, a kind of um, appreciation of God. I don't know if I'm communicating still. Yes. Okay. So I'm trying to bring alive what we're looking at, so that we don't just put it futuristic in the sky somewhere. It's happening right now. That this is the time of the ten horns. Okay, now let me, before we go to Daniel seven twenty six to twenty eight, let me explain why I believe this is the time we're in. Because when we go to the book of the Revelation, we're going to see John talk about these same visions of Daniel. Mm. Will speak about these beasts that Daniel saw, as in the past. He will only deal with the 10 horns as in the present. His present, our present. Okay? Okay. Now, in Daniel, sorry, in Daniel, notice there were four, correct? Yes, yes. When we get to John, John is going to say there were seven. And that always baffled me. Then one day it hit me. Daniel was only talking from the person he was dealing with, which was Babylon. But before Babylon, there had, of course, been Egypt. Egypt ruled the world at one time. Isn't that so? Mm -hmm. But at this time of Daniel, Egypt was no longer the dominant power of the world. Babylon was. Okay? And I won't go into what was there before Egypt and all that. That's beyond the scope of what we're saying. But we're just going to assume That before Nebuchadnezzar, there were three other powers that Daniel doesn't refer to, but John does. Okay, Because rather than tell us, when we get to John, that there were um, four kingdoms and then the ten toes or the ten horns, he tells us there were seven, which is like a contradiction, unless there were three more before Nebuchadnezzar. And God doesn't think it's important for us to go into that because it's all past. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I hope I haven't lost anybody. If there's any questions before we continue, if not, we can go to Daniel 7, 26 to 28. I'm still with you. All right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Are you with me? I'm with you. All right. Dad? I'm here. Ebele? I'm here. Okay, okay, everybody seems to, this is, I I love this, I love this, I, I love this, this is good. Okay, okay, Kay, I think you got 26 to 28, Daniel 7.
2: Yes. Okay. Amen. Amen. But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion, to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me, and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart.
0: Amen. Mm. Okay. So Daniel says, look, I didn't really, this thing really gave me trouble. I, it, I was confused. I really didn't understand it, but I kept it in my heart. I, 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 re, I just kept this vision. I really didn't understand it fully. But the key thing you and I can see here is at the end, you and I are going to be given dominion over this earth. Okay? All right. Now, let i didn't put this in the in the scriptures but before we go to revelation 13 i want us to take a look at first corinthians chapter 6 verses 1 to 3 okay so if you have your bible let's look at first corinthians chapter 6 verses 1 to
1: 3
0: okay. i've got it who do you want to read it okay if everybody's there let's hear an amen 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 Okay, Abel, are you there? Yeah, I am. Okay, okay, right, that's in here. Okay, so go ahead, Mom um, Logan.
1: Okay. It's titled, The Lawsuit Among Believers. Yeah. If any of you has a dispute with another, dare he take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the saints? Question mark. Do you not know the saints will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life?
0: All right. So I wanted to take from Paul what you saw just now in Daniel. Paul brings it down to earth. He tells you, look, a time is coming when you, Corinthians, are not just going to judge people on earth, you're going to judge angels. I mean, let that sink into your mind for a second. Okay. In other words, these powers, These powers that we just read about that are moving. If you remember, we said the the horn is not just a human being. Remember we said that? Yes. Yes. Good. So these are angelic powers. But they are working through men. But a time is coming when you and I are going to dominate them. And that's what the Bible calls the change in the twinkling of an eye. That you and I are going to be transformed okay it's powerful okay all right i'm not gonna i I, i'm not gonna want to push that too much i just i had other scriptures i could give but i just wanted to give that as an exemplar for the things we spoke about in daniel about at the end of all this you know regardless of how we interpret you know the vision of nebuchadnezzar or the vision of daniel Daniel does end saying that the saints are going to be taking charge of the world. And we see it right here where the apostle Paul confirms that for us. Okay. So I think now we can go to revelation 13. So we're now going to see John's visions. Okay. We're going to see John's visions and see how they're somehow related to the visions of Daniel any questions no nope. okay all right so mom logan can we have you read
1: can i just ask
4: this um question about what we just read yes so when you say the saints will judge the world how does that fit into what you know this uh, judgment day where um god well jesus and god will judge
3: that's,
0: the word. That's, that's, a, that's a beautiful question. Now, you see this question you just asked, it tells me you're actually paying close attention to what's going on mm-hmm. because Daniel actually gives us the answer in Daniel 7. If you if you turn back to Daniel 7, let's all turn back to Daniel 7. Okay. I'm there. Okay. If you look at um verse thirteen. Yes. Thirteen and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Anyone can read verse thirteen and fourteen. This is Daniel's vision.
3: I'm there. Jim will read it. Okay. In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nations, and men of every language worshipped him. His dominion is everlasting dominion that will not pass away in his kingdom, is one that will never be destroyed
0: so how many people were brought to the ancient of days it says so right there
3: all people
0: no no it says one One. aha there it It is and one came with the clouds and came to the ancient of days and they brought him Near him, do you see that in verse 13? Is that 13? Yes, Yes, it is. So it's telling us here that one, like a son of man, was brought to the ancient of days. Now, if I ask you, Abele, who is the son of man, what would you say? Jesus. Then, if I ask you, who's the ancient of days, who would you say? Jesus. Uh, exactly. But but we're going to see something very amazing now, because if you look at verse 16. Okay. What does it say? Anyway. I
1: approached one of those standing there and asked him the true meaning of all of this. So he told me and gave me
0: the interpretation of these things. Okay, so we've seen the vision given to us by the Bible, and we're going to find the true meaning of what we just saw as given to us by the Bible. We're going to answer Abel's question now. So we can skip everything, and we go to verse 26 to 20 and 27 so Ebele can you read verse 26 and 27
4: but the court shall be seated and they shall take away his dominion consume and destroy it forever then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people the saints of the most high
0: Given to the people or given to the Son of Man? Given to the people. You notice it's now plural. The vision was of a singular individual, but the reality, the interpretation was not of an individual, but a group of people. You can see that.
2: Amen. Yes.
0: So judgment is going to be conducted by Christ through you. Powerful.
2: That's why it says it's like one like the Son of Man in verse
0: 13. That, 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 that light like just means an image. Yes. It's a human being. It's, it's a vision. Yes. But we need the Holy Spirit to tell us the meaning. But if we walk out just based on what we saw with our carnal eyes, we'll say, ah, there's one guy who's going to come and God is going to give him dominion over the earth. But when you go to the Bible and find out what the Bible itself says, it says a group of people are going Mm. to receive authority from God and they are going to rule on earth forever and ever.
1: That's why he placed us here to serve him.
0: There you go. Now he's going to, He's growing in you and I. And when you and I mature finally into his stature, we will now receive authority because we shall be like him.
4: Mm. Yes. So is this um, before the final judgment?
0: Very good. (laughs) Okay. All right. Very good. I love these questions because you, this proves you're following because you do know that there's a final judgment, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So let's go to the book of revelation and see the final judgment. And I think we find the final judgment. I think in revelation, um, 20, I'll, I'll confirm that in a second. Okay. 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 So in revelation 20, that's correct. That's the thousand years. Okay. So you can take it from verse 4. Revelation um, verse 4 to 7.
1: I saw the thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because their testimony for Jesus And because of the word of God, they had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. How far did you want that to go? To seven. Okay. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy are those who have part in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them, but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years. Verse seven? Oh, when the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his
0: prison. Okay. So you notice here, John is telling you there's going to be a group of people who will be giving judgment. Do you see that in verse six? Sorry, in verse yes. four. Yes. This is the same group of people you just saw in Daniel seven. So this is in the thousand-year reign. Yes now you and i be very careful when we're dealing with revelations or visions we cannot tell exactly what a thousand year means okay so we have to be careful with that we can just simply say it's for a period of time yes notice that they are resurrected is that not so yes yeah, True. and they rule with christ So, obviously, they have been judged and found worthy to rule with Christ. Wouldn't you think that's the end of the world?
1: If you hadn't read further, you would.
0: Exactly. So, now, if you look at verse 13 to 15, anyone can read that. Verses 13 to 15, we see another judgment, another raising from the dead. Go ahead.
1: The sea gave up the dead that were in
0: it. No, but from verse, oh, I'm sorry, let's take from verse 11.
1: Okay. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. Earth and sky fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done and recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what he had done. Do you want me to go on to the 14th? Yes, we're
0: we're going to verse 15.
1: Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire.
0: Okay. Did you notice that in verse four, you had thrones plural, but in verse 11, you had throne singular.
2: Yes sure enough
0: so the final judgment is not going to include you and i does that make sense embele yes because you and i are being judged now okay we're going through the process Trial. Paul said the trial. Is it James said the trial of your faith worketh patience. Isn't that so? Mm. Yes, so. So you're going through a trial. You're being tried. You're going through all kinds of things, and the goal is to, is to see how much love you have for God. Never forget the main reason God created you and I in the first place was because he wanted to create somebody who would love him for him. And that can only be by free will. And because you love God, you are going through certain things that are trying your love for God. And God is saying that you have chosen him. And for that, you will be given a kingdom. Now, I want you to notice that not everybody that was in the second judgment went to hell. Did you notice that? Yes. Yes. That means there are those who are saved, but they don't love God. But God loves them. And because they put their trust in Jesus, their names were written in the book of life. That's why the Bible says, whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting. You see, isn't God good? I mean, when you see that even, even guys who don't love God are saved at the end, doesn't that kind of encourage you a little bit more to love God a little bit more?
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: I mean, you can see right there. It says, and the dead, great and small, stood in front of God. And the books were opened. Notice that the books are plural, correct? Yes. And another book was opened. What does book mean? You think there's like books in heaven, like a library? No. A book represents a life. Do you understand? So each of us have a book. Each of us is a book. Mm. it's a story <laughs> okay each of us is a book and so the books were opened and the dead were judged from what was written in our lives and another book was opened and then they looked into that life that book that book of life who is jesus and when they found your name in that book they disregarded your own book they disregarded what was written in your own book, which was nothing but what: take him to hell, destroy him, burn him, and you were saved. Now I didn't write this; it's right there in front of you. You can see two different judgments: a judgment in chapter four, in in verse four, and a judgment in verse eleven. Correct? Yes. Thrones in verse four and one throne, the great white throne judgment. In verse 11 okay Mm. now as time goes on we can go more and more into these things but for now let's continue in our direction so we can close up right so we need to go back to Revelation chapter 13 verses 1 to 10 oh sorry before we do that uh, Rebele and and any other question
4: no this is this is fine It's, it's clear
0: you're sure
3: Yes.
0: Okay, anyway, there's going to be time for more questions when we're done with this. So if anything needs to be clarified. Okay. Okay. Emily, can you read verses 1 to 10 for us of uh, Revelation 13? Sure. Okay.
4: Uh, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. Stop.
0: Stop. Where is it coming out from? Sea. Does anybody here know what the sea represents in the Bible? It's people. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Did everybody hear what she said? Yes. Mom, did you hear what she said? Yes, I did. Okay, good. So when you hear that it says the beast is coming out of the sea, please don't think of the Atlantic Ocean. Mm -hmm. The sea represents people. So out of human beings, a new nature is coming out of us. Something that has never been seen before. Mm. Okay? Yes. Keep going.
4: Yes. And I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten
0: horns. Stop. Did you notice this is now not four heads. You remember when the guy told the king, Daniel told the king that the head was the king. Do you remember? Uh-huh. Yes. So now, instead of four, we have seven. Now you see why I said there were three before Nebuchadnezzar. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. So continue. Seven heads and ten horns.
4: Yes. And on his horns, ten crowns. And on his heads, a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power.
0: His throne. Do you guys do you sorry, do you remember that Daniel saw something like that? Yes. Yes Yes. it is. So we're seeing the we're seeing the relationship between Daniel and John now. Right. Okay? Yes. Please continue.
4: The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority, and I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with a sword must be killed with a sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints.
0: All right, thank you. So you can see that what Daniel saw Thousands of years earlier, well, compared to, to John, it was probably like 600 years earlier, okay, or, or, or less, okay, something like that, okay? Okay. But to us, thousands of years earlier, is taking place, is our time. We are the people of the end times. This whole end times they've been talking about for thousands of years, for hundreds of years, the saints who shall actually confront the Antichrist. It's our time, it's us. And that's what you're seeing here, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. And people are thinking that, you know, they're asking and say, oh, well, you know, a time will come. It's happening in front of you. People are dropping on the streets, dead with all the technology we have with all the science we have we don't know what's going on right now the government of the world can say to you and i for our health we're not allowing anyone on the streets without a pass that's what you are living in today are you aware of that yes yes If you come now and say, but my constitutional right says this, your neighbor is going to say, forget about constitutional rights. We've got to live. Mm. I want us to understand where we are because the force behind such world, I'm not saying this pandemonium and this illness and this is definitely it, but I want us to see how God has used this thing to show us how fragile we are. Mm, How so... Easy it is for the antichrist to take control of the world and usher in his one world government because it is that one world government that the Christians will have to be brave enough to confront. Mm, yes, listen, they're going to say no more church because it's in it, it, church is spreading contagion. <laughs> And what what are you gonna what are you gonna say? It's it's my constitutional right to gather. No. <laughs> and not unless you want to be slain. Exactly. And this is where we are now, and this is worldwide. It's not like before when the pilgrims could run from Holland to America. Or from you can't run anywhere. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's read the last book, which is uh, Revelation 17, verse 8 to 18. Um, Mom, Logan, can you read that for us?
1: Okay. Got to get over to it. Okay.
0: 8
1: through 18. Yes. I'm on it. It's the fall of Babylon. Therefore, in one day, her plagues will overtake her. Death
0: Look, Revelation 7. I'm sorry, 17. Verse 8 to 8. Oh, I
1: mean 18, sorry. sorry. Revelation
0: 17,
1: verse 8 to okay. 18. I had the wrong page. Paper's too thin. <laughs> okay. This is the woman on the beast. The beast which you saw once was, now is not and will come up out of the abyss and go to his destruction. The inhabitants of the earth whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world will be astonished when they see the beast because he once was, now is not, and yet will come. This calls for a mind with wisdom The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen. One is the other not, has not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain for a little while. The beast who once was and now is not is (coughs) Eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going to his destruction. The twelve horns you saw are ten kings.
0: The the ten horns.
1: Sorry. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom. But who for one hour will receive authority as kings among the beasts? They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beast. They will make war against the lamb, but the lamb will overcome them because he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And with him will be his called chosen and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The waters you saw, where the prostitute sits, are people's multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to give the beast their power to rule until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw in the great city that rules over the kings of the earth.
0: Amen. Wow. So we can see here that John was saying at his time, during his time, the ten toes hadn't come yet. But it tells us what will occur during the time of the ten toes. And it mm. says that there's this woman that the kings would hate. Does anybody know who this woman is?
4: um i'm assuming the 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 woman is
2: a city yes great city well i think if you look back at verse three it says uh and upon her forehead was a name written mystery babylon the great the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth
0: exactly but Somebody would, have to, somebody would have to understand that this is something that has influence over all people. Yeah, it's,
2: it's, that, it's that spirit that we see that's, that's at work now that um, it's, it's just where we see everything that's an abomination to God is what's coming through the, through the television, through the media, and everybody's saying, oh, this is a great thing, and we're thinking, this is horrible. Mm-hmm.
0: But if you look, she there are two bad groups fighting against each other here. Did you see that? Yes. Okay.
1: That seven heads and ten horns come up again in that verse
0: three. Right. That, that's who she was influencing. Exactly. But in verse 16, it says, And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore. Do you notice that? There is a yeah, wall I... between two bad guys. Whew. The 10 horns you and I know to be the social order. But who's the woman? The woman is the religious order. Because every time we read about a woman in the Bible, we're talking about a church system or a religious system the bride
2: of christ like the bride of
0: christ and you see that this woman look at verse five he says and upon her head was a name written mystery baboon the great mother of harlots and abominations of the earth we're talking about religion here Mm. established religion established religion whether it's christian religion whether it's islam whether it's Judaism, whether it's any religion, the, the world order wants to stop religion. Because religion, I don't care whether it's Islam, I don't care whether it's Buddhism, is a check on immorality. And this world order that is coming must be free to explore new horizons in that which is immoral do you do i am i communicating at all yes well, that is why you see you can if you if you look at your tvs you you, you 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 look at your your movies when movies are made the movies that bring in the most money are the movies that are family oriented have you noticed that yes lord well, <laughs> if it's about money that everybody be rushing to make that kind of movie until we get tired of it but no they don't make those there is such a hunger and thirst in people for something wholesome to take their grandchildren to to you know to go and enjoy like in the old days but nobody seems to ask okay We have, when when elections are coming, and now, okay, elections are coming, so you know what, I need to pander to this group for their votes, because they're more, no, but people are not doing that anymore. They're pandering to these little, little groups that are so few, their votes are insignificant. What is going on? They're scared. They need every vote. Well, well, I don't think so, because if you need every vote, then you will want the largest group first. Mm -hmm. The majority of people disagree with the things that are being given to us, that's a fact. But our children are in schools where you put them in there and by the time they come back to you, you don't recognize them and they don't recognize you. That's true, that's why you need the homeschool. And this woman here, this harlot here that is talking about here, is religion. Now, are we saying that the faith of Jesus Christ is to be equated with any religion in the world? No. God doesn't like religion. Okay? Great Does Babylon really is related happen? to the Tower of Babel. God doesn't like religion. Well, notice the religious order. Mm -hmm. and the established political system are going to come into clash and conflict with each other that's what God is prophesying here for you and I
1: and we're doing that
0: right now (laughs) 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 that Logan yes do you have any question about that no okay Okay,
3: Do you have any comments, Dad? <laughs> Two minutes to talk about right now.:
0: Aye, good. Mm. that's good. Just... Now, everybody well, has my I email and um, this this is going to be up on YouTube, I believe, and on the, in, in YouTube there you can put the comments in, you can put comments in the comment section which questions which I can respond to. Than other people from all over the world who might see this or hear this will be able to benefit from.
1: Uh, Brother Mike, uh, a a thread had been going through my mind from the first scripture that we read up to now. And it was resonating from my now deceased ancestors that kept saying, teach the children teach the children yes and that came across so strong in me and i was praising god for our youngest son who i still pray for his salvation he went to a museum and saw in the store what he became known to him as the vision of our ordained minister who became a children's pastor and only ministered on a circuit he would go from church to church he had no salary yes but i had talked about brother dave so much and i still talk about how, what he meant to me That I wanted to instill him into our children, and I really feel sometimes organized church ignores the children, and that is the group that will carry on when we're called home. Yes, and I I see that group getting smaller and smaller, and parents and grandparents unwilling or unable to get their word in and i choose to be unpopular Mm. And, and i feel that's what our role is we have to teach 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 all of this
0: well this is the beginning of the change because the bible says they cannot go except they be sent and mm-hmm. as the clarity of the word comes, then the sword that's able to defeat the enemy is made available. You know, there was a, there was a revolution against King David led by his son. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: when the, the, the revolt was put down, the general wanted to send a message to King David about the victory. And he decided to send a certain young man. But another young man came to the general and said, I'll go, I'll go. And the, king, the, the general said, no, you won't take any message today. I'm sending this guy. And after the general sent the other guy, the young man insisted that I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. And the Bible says, the general says, okay, okay, you can go as well. And the second young man ran so fast he went past the first young man that was sent who did have the message. And I ride in front of the king and King David and says, young man, what is it? What is the message? And the Bible says the young man had no message because he had nothing from the general. Wow. David told him, stand aside. And a second messenger came and that one was the one that actually had the message from the general. Now, why is that put in the Bible for you and I? It's to tell us that there is a time God might delay, but what he brings at the right time will be what you need. Nothing. See, if you have believed in Jesus and Jesus said to you, believe and you and your household shall be saved. That's a blank check. It doesn't matter what you see now. It doesn't matter what anybody's doing now. It doesn't matter what any of your children are doing now. That's irrelevant. It's not. That's. That's all done by the devil to distract you from what God has called you to do. Okay? It's all, it's all a distraction. On the deathbed of an individual, Jesus is more than able to come to that person in that hospital room and say, you recognize me? <laughs> you know, the, the, all the enemy wants to do is to distract you from what God has called you to do. mm this gospel out there. It's not your business to determine for God when your grandchild will be saved, how he will be saved. Paul said, it is Paul that plants Apollos waters, but it is God that causes the growth. So, we shouldn't look at what is going on around us and be demoralized. No. The key thing is what has God said that you know? God Mm -hmm. said, if you believe, you and your household shall be saved. I mean, I don't know what else, God. I mean, can anybody think of a, a more blank check? No. I, mean, I don't. I don't even know why people fret. If you believe, you and your, God didn't even negotiate, didn't even discuss with your household. Now, the when people. When people are born, they have what the Bible calls, and and this is the last thing I'll say because I don't want us to stay stay too long, what's called ancestral spirits. In other words, if you're not coming from a holy bloodline, you might inherit negative things from your ancestral past. And those spirits have a say over your life regardless of what you think. Now, it's easy for us to accept that, but it's really difficult for us to accept that God has dominion over my children and my grandchildren simply because I believe in him and I work for him. That's what he said. That's what he said. We always ascribe so much power to demons and so little to God. Forgetting that the Bible tells us that not one of them can do anything to us without permission from God. Look at Job. Nothing happened to Job without permission from God. Job didn't know that. All he had in himself was his integrity that no matter what goes on, I don't know what's happening, but I'm going to stay true to God. There's not one of my children that's going to go to hell. Not one. Amen. It's just not possible. Even if they tried, it's not possible. Because what? I have stood in front of them and told them, no, you will not do this. No, you will not do that. That's all God wants from me, for me to stand up and lose favor with my children for him then he will save them. But if I pander to them and not stand for God in front of them, then I hand them over to the devil. My, my. I could could teach so much on this from the scriptures where you will see it. Where children who King David never spoke, and the Bible says, for his father David never rebuked him once. That guy was killed and destroyed. And that was, that was supposed to be the king after David, not Solomon. Absolutely. I can take it to Job, where it says Job's children would always have parties. And every day they would have a party, Job would offer sacrifice, say, in case my children have sinned yes. to God. But that Job never spoke to his children. Read it, oh. it's there. So he was not present in their lives. He was not. He was just there, because and it says every time they would do things, he would offer a sacrifice saying, perhaps my children have sinned against the Lord. But he never rebuked them. It's there in the Bible. Not just Job, not just David. There's so many more. Samuel, the prophet Samuel. The Bible says the elders came to Samuel and said, your children are not stowing the line of God. Give us a king. Read it. It's there. Eli, the priest of God. God came to Samuel and talked to Samuel about Eli's children. But Samuel never took his own advice. Mm. It's all over. I can give you 10 more. It's a you you are for your children to be saved, you must be in conflict with them about righteousness of God. Not conflict as in quarrel. That's what I mean. As in, mm-hmm. this is where I stand on the word of God. I love you. Because they train you to love outsiders who are sinners against God. Anyway, let's, let's stop here. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, uh, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay? Don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay? Keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook over this video so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay? And continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through you know, the, the comment section here on YouTube. Okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said. If you want to continue listening to us audio, you can always go, okay, to our website. You can see the online radio channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned, um, Apple's iTunes. I met Apple iTunes. I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio. Okay, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like button hit the like button. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch videos through YouTube, hit the like button. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some other medium like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so we will be able to see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you, or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button. Okay? Hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos. So thank you so much, everybody. God bless you. See you soon.